Welcome to the Flash Flashcast, back on schedule. No more Microsoft shenanigans for me for a while. With you as always, this is Lisa Schmeiser, and I am here tonight with Tony Sindelar and Phil Mozilek. Hello. Okay. <laughs> Hello. You like, introduced us in the other order, so I was like, usually Phil says hello first. <laughs> You're right. I'm we sure. don't deal well with change here. No, no, we don't. <laughs> Which is um, funny because this episode uh, was, was, dare I say, kind of a game changer and a setter upper for next season in a lot of ways. Um, I feel like we sort of stayed in place with Dr. Wells, but we began to get the ball rolling for what Barry and his team are going to be facing in season two. That was my sense of it. How about you guys? I think there's some exciting things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, except for the last two minutes. I, I That's the part that really sent me into orbit. Ooh, all right. Um, shall we do our 45-second recap first, and then we can, and then we can start ready. with... You're ready. Okay, Tony's ready. ready. And then we'll see what sends Phil into orbit. Do you want me to do the countdown for you and let you go? Let you know when yeah, you do you have your, your time master? I am a time master this time. All okay. right. One, <laughs> two, go. All right, so we find out that running an illegal prison has both moral and logistical challenges uh, when Reverse Flash restarts the reactor, endangering all the metahuman prisoners, uh, kicking off a prisoner transport uh, problem. Uh, Eddie is rescued, but turns out knowing about the future has turned him into a jerk. Um, And in the end, trusting the lead character from Prison Break to help with your prisoner transport is a really bad idea. (laughs) Um, Reverse Flash appears for the showdown. Uh, and is rather surprisingly and abruptly defeated by the team-up of Flash, Firestorm, and the Arrow, or whatever the Arrow is currently operating under as a nom de guerre. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think that's that's the highlights. Whoa! You got it done in 31 seconds! Well done, sir! There, well you know, done. this one was a lot more like things exploding and unfolding, and yeah. much less like, let us lay down all these intricate plans that will happen later. Yes, exactly. Um, so, Phil, what made your head explode? Okay. Tony hit it pretty closely, which is all. Look, I, I'm I'm watching Arrow at the same time, mm-hmm. so obviously this storyline did not seem to me to sync up completely mm-hmm. because I I was left with you know where Ollie was, mm-hmm. and all of a sudden Ollie's just you know he comes to uh, rescue Barry, mm-hmm. and then. There was Firestorm who got reused footage used <laughs> twice. Ah. That's a, that's really upsetting, um, and be, only because the composite kind of swiveled, and that's the only reason I noticed it right off the bat. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, I was going to ask. How yeah, did you know? It, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I it, noticed that too. It, yeah, mm-hmm. mo- most people I think will, and, and when my girls watch it, I guarantee one of them will say something. See, I, I I had overdosed on on fine Parma ham. Gotcha. This episode, so. <laughs> well, see, and, and the, the problem <laughs> I that I really found with it was it just seemed like there was some really good setting up, and then all of a sudden I I honestly mm-hmm. didn't think we really needed to have that fight, and especially not him mm. like uh, Thawne going going down for the count because it seemed as though mm-hmm. like if I was going to write this, you know, it sounded like. Hey, by the way, everything that I've ever said to you is the truth in, in a, from a certain point of view kind of thing, but I've always guided you in the right direction. Let me show you what I'm doing. And we never get to see that. And I thought for sure we were going to mm-hmm. end on while they were inside the, um, the Robotron and, and mm-hmm. maybe even doing some, he needed Barry to go ahead and run with him to get that, you know, particle particle accelerator going. I thought that's where we're going, not having a little three-on-one fisticuffs. Mm. I was really surprised that we got the fight, because they had that rev up to it, and then the shot where, like, you know, Firestorm ignites, and Barry's eyes crackle with lightning, and, mm-hmm. and Oliver pulls back his bow, and, like, I thought that was, like, that's where the end, the episode's gonna end, and then we'll we'll see what happens next time. And the fight is, like like less than five minutes right and it's not the most exciting fight choreography even though Mm -hmm. we have these four you know super powered people going at it Mm -hmm. and i mean i would be extra extra disappointed if the first scene of the next and final episode of the season is not barry saying that was way too easy what's going on here that was way too easy but and it, it just it felt 
kind of like a letdown given all of the kind of lead up to it, right? Because the question is, is what does what's his face have up his sleeve? Because there's, yeah, there's no way I, that Thawne doesn't have a plan B or a plan C. You don't, you're not that crazy for a couple decades in the sure. past and a super genius or so. To get beat up. On top of that, to be like, oh, Ray Palmer, that's right. He must have been the, the page on mm -hmm. the web I skipped over because it was so dorky and boring. Like, mm -hmm. <laughs> cause, yeah. Well, and I actually appreciate it. I was like, that's the best use of Ray is you talk about him off screen. Oh, look, he gave, mm -hmm. he gave us nanite, na nanite arrows to yeah. his ex-girlfriend's new flame because he's just that cool and not holding a grudge at all. <laughs> and when did, you know, and we'll avoid arrow spoilers, but mm -hmm. as Phil mentioned, yeah, see, I'm, it doesn't quite line up with what happened in Arrow. See, I'm a couple episodes behind on Arrow. I'm stockpiling them. So for me, I'm like, oh, it's Ollie. Hi. And and that was it. And perhaps if I were watching them in, in tandem with one another, I would mm -hmm. be as irritated about it. But this way, I, I felt like it was a little bit of a clumsy shoehorning in. But I do like that what they're establishing across this whole cinematic universe is how these guys consistently have mm -hmm. each other's backs when they need it. That's really, mm -hmm. really nice. And I like that part. I, it's it's a refreshing contrast from the Marvelverse. I don't know if you guys mm -hmm. are watching Agents, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., but one of the things that has, well, one of the <laughs> things that has made that show more of a slog for me this year is I get really tired of double and triple and quintuple guessing everybody's motives. Yes, yes. And I realize that Joss Whedon is a big fan of the sudden reveal and the twist and the turn and the manipulative hoo-ha and the what's it, but... Mm -hmm. um, it makes it really hard to be invested in team dynamics when you're just basically holding a scorecard to see who's going to turn on whom mm -hmm. first. Whereas in the Berlanti verse, which we might as well call this, um, there are surprising twists and betrayals sometimes, but for the most part, you know, people people are generally, yeah, <laughs> I have your back, my friend who runs fast. Yeah. Thank you, my friend who does arrows. And now here's our friend who makes nanites. Hmm, have you met our friend mm. who burst into flames? Can't say that I have. Nice to meet you. And then, you know, that's it. There's no fighting. There's, there's, you yeah. know. Firestorm doesn't get to do much in this fight. Like, he basically shows up and then gets, like, blown away by Thawne. Mm. And then Barry has to leave to go catch him. Yeah. And and that was kind of just, I mean, he gets to deliver a, a big blow in the in the second part of the fight. But that was kind of disappointing that, like, you know, he's not that helpful. Do and you all, and suppose then, it's because he's... A split personality and like one of the things they're setting you up for is is the fact that he can't fight because he he's of, always of two minds or or you know he's just not as experienced as yeah. you know as a as a hero as the other ones mm -hmm. also at the you know it was cool that they kind of have the mechanics so that the reverse flash can be brought down to speed um by nanites so that yeah. he can reasonably be fought by uh by the arrow but then it's like you know do i, I don't know i almost wasn't really willing to believe that like he doesn't just immediately get beat up by the arrow. Yeah. And and then he's like he's like attacking the arrow with a pipe at one point. And I'm just like, that doesn't feel like an evil genius <laughs> move to be like wailing on a guy with a pipe you picked up. It's just yeah. like no. it's like, I mean, is this part of your plan? If not, why don't you run away? I, I like the kind of menacing, like, mm -hmm. you know, I know you're supposed to live to be 86, but obviously that's wrong, and I'm gonna kill you now. Well, except not. I was um, I was wondering though, and again, you brought this up in a previous episode, previous podcast unreliable narrator like how do we know he's not just messing with people's heads at this point with this oh i know the future and 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 he's expecting people to give him some slack because they're hoping he'll reveal clues about their lives because he's he, he's he sure as hell messed with eddie's head i get because that was that was basically the lesson i've gotten over the last two episodes is our poor sweet dumb golden retriever of a detective is terribly susceptible to anything anyone tells well him. i think i think the, mm -hmm. the bigger the bigger problem that's that's coming up now and this 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 worries me for the future is that you have people that are, you you know, I, I think the reason we like Barry and we like the Flash in this particular way is because he fits into a particular mold that we can accept. And I'll go to another point in this particular episode where Joe says, hey, by the way, if you behave like Oliver, you lose. You, mm -hmm. you, you need to be yeah. you. Mm -hmm. And I think that is is causing now some big problems or potentially could if they don't modify quickly and kind of pivot mm -hmm. is they're going to start taking characters and making them complete act completely 180 of what they should and that's why like when you see eddie mm -hmm. acting like a jerk it's like mm -hmm. well, wait a minute you know that, that doesn't really that doesn't line up a guy that's head over heels does not just break ties and play that kind of game it doesn't you know Granted, yes, you saw the future or what you are projection, if you will, 
You know, that's yeah. not really the future. Yeah, you saw yeah. a future. This yeah. I did like the point though. They say like, Barry, you can't play Oliver's game because Oliver can play Oliver's game, and and that's about it. And I thought it was a really nice point that you you. Barry Allen, be true to yourself. Um, <laughs> you know, it, it's a nice way to underline the difference between Barry and Oliver right there and, and to point out that they can learn from each other, but they can't be mm-hmm. each other. Like the first time Oliver is dealing with some 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 Yakuza and he pulls off the Barry, hey, why don't we just divvy up the city and leave each other alone thing? You know, <laughs> like they're going to find Diggle's head in a box or whatever. And it'll oh, be like, oh yeah. no, I knew I shouldn't have treated, acted like Barry. <laughs> I was kind of waiting for there to be like a parallel in the final fight, right? Mm-hmm. Like. You know, he needs Oliver's help there, and Oliver's there, and his his help, his teamwork is important. But ultimately, like Barry has to find the strength within himself to defeat the Reverse Flash. Nope, no, nope. he, nope. <laughs> just needs some nanite arrows from his just, good friend Ray Palmer. Yeah, just some nanites and knock a guy out onto a car. Yeah. You know? and that that's Whose car is that? this goes back to my enemy guy English's point, which is that Barry can't. <laughs> that, that's, did I say that wait, out loud? Wait, wait, wait. B- backtrack. You did. So backtrack. Why is it? Do we have to declare him as our enemy too? Is this a thing where your enemies no, are no, our no, enemies? No, 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 no. You don't have. No, no. That's that's. This is the, these are internal politics that that take that are a part of our own Justice League. So that's oh, that's that's his okay. burden to bear, and not mine. It's not mine. <laughs> um, but yeah. but here mm-hmm. here here comes the nugget of truth. Like why um. Arrow or Arrow can always beat the Flash in in you know guy English world is because Barry doesn't have the the gusto and the 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 kind of killer instinct to do that. But but who does mm. the Reverse Flash? Well, the Reverse Flash has all of Barry's mm. powers and with none of the complications. I mean, he's got the will. He is crazy too. That helps sure. a lot. And that's yeah. why it was just really. I mean, I was just playing the role of kind of super geek and ultra nerd. And saying, "Come mm-hmm. on, let's get real." I mean, that he's just going to get tanked like that. Come on, the guy, the guy's ruthless. Mm-hmm. Unless, again, we don't know. We got one more episode left, right? This could have been, in some ways, the final episode. Unless, and Tony, you were right. The that um, Thawne was hanging out right in the uh, right next door to him the whole time. That's you yeah. know, it's. Villain, villain headquarters, one hundred and one. Always looking right? last place they would expect the broom closet. Yes. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Pretty much. Uh, oh, so um, let's see. We got some suggestions over Twitter for renaming the Doctor Wells Wellness Check since Doctor Wells has effectively exited huh, the building, even though he was in it the whole time. Um, here today, Thon tomorrow was one of them. <laughs> Thon with good. the wind was another one. <laughs> um let's see uh so so i don't know i kind of like here today thawne tomorrow there's a there's a little time travel connotation in there exactly yeah you know so sold so here we go here today thawne tomorrow um kind of a disappointing week on the doctor on on the on the on the eubarn thawne front if you ask me yeah uh because all he did was just look wild and insult eddie some more which seems like a remarkably poor uh Mm -hmm. planning on his part um, I did enjoy get a spooky. I did enjoy a surprise voiceover. reveal about his wheelchair, though, and that mm-hmm. was that was a big that was the 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 uh, reverse shut up Cisco moment when he you know he he's like well I asked myself why was he always in the wheelchair and then he realized it was a battery and then he was using it to power himself and try to get his speed force back and I liked it because it also reveals that uh, well Ubard Thon was working on like eight different levels at once so mm-hmm. um, that's it I don't buy that he was brought down by the nanites I mean. I, I think it's just that there can be some monologuing and some back and forth and maybe some punching in the next episode. But again, if this is a guy who had memorized Oliver Queen's date of death um, at mm-hmm. a presumptive 86, they don't mention if he dies in the arms of Felicity or his eighth wife or whatever. But mm-hmm. <laughs> um, anyway, like if he, if he memorizes this minutia, why would he not have known about Ray Palmer and the Nanite Arrows? So And he did... Because he gets hit with the first nanite arrow, uh-huh. and they they don't say it, but there's the thing where he vibrates and stuff comes out of him. So yeah. I think that's him like vibrating the nanites out of his blood. Yeah, and then he has to get hit with another one, and is also unconscious at that point because he's just been beat up a bunch. Yeah. But he also has been shown to have super healing. Mm-hmm. Also, I don't know what kind of jail you can put him into because he can probably phase through walls now that because the flash can do that and he can yeah. do everything the flash he told like, the flash how to deal with it and and yeah and this is the other question is exactly how much stuff has he withheld because and even that scene where like he's down and mm-hmm. like 
uh, Ronnie is just like, I'm not even going to say anything. I'm just going to kind of wave and leave. And, yeah. and Oliver does that. It's like, shouldn't shouldn't we get him in like like some kind of magic cell or something? Because he's still really dangerous right now. It just felt yeah, very I'm just going to put you over yeah. my shoulder yeah. and then take yeah. you off and put you in a cardboard box. And like, yeah. Ronnie, you don't, you don't want to... Pop inside, say hi to Caitlin nope. before you go back nope. to Pittsburgh? No. Nope. All right, nope. bye. Apparently not. Maybe maybe <laughs> yeah. they're seeing somebody else. Maybe they're seeing a lady with multiple personalities. Um, Awkward. <laughs> Awkward is a great choice. <laughs> the, the, the thought that I'm actually worried about is Eddie. Because, um, you know, I get that being um, tied to a chair and forced to talk to your jerkiest descendant would put the whammy on your head. I really do. And, I couldn't survive that. No, I, and I'd just be like, oh, God, this is how I remembered this I'm not remembered for my my generous hostess singer, my ability to pick out great Christmas presents, or you know my 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 fantastic taste in pop culture. You remember me for this, um, <laughs> but uh, you know, like the fact that he goes, he he dumps Iris so quickly, and and he just assumes like once again we go back to the whole men get to decide Iris's fate for her because she's like, dude, I love you. I've I've obviously spent my time hunting you down. So what is your damage? He's like, meh, meh, meh. And, and ditches her, and I worry that we're about to see a heel turn of some sort, where like yeah. there's some weird. Well, you bard showed me my future, and so I owe him this, and that would totally not square with the Eddie we've seen the rest of the season, who has been really kind and decent and willing to admit mistakes, and and again, basically a big golden retriever of a dude. I, I don't want to see a heel turn that comes about this abruptly. I want to see him be kind of messed up for a while, but ultimately, like be a member of the Scooby. All right, can I bring up a conspiracy? I, I think you're right. I think we're gonna see. Yeah, a heel turn. Always, okay. always conspiracy. Do, mm-hmm. Is there a chance, or is is the device that that um, Thawne used to make, turn himself into Wells? Is that thing still in play, or has it been found? I guess we have we have not seen it. Oh since God, what if Thawne is Wells? Fifteen years ago, or whatever. Oh um, my God. Well, I well, was just thinking. I was just thinking. Is it possible, though? I, I highly unlikely. Um, is it possible to have maybe Thawne use it on mm-hmm. Thawne and, and f- Eddie, do you do a switcher with Eddie and continue living his life as Eddie instead right. of Eubard? I don't know. I mean, mm. it just, it just, you know, it's like, if you're going to be put down that fast and I, I tend to believe that, you know, he shouldn't have been, could it have been another guy? But mm-hmm. you know, the thing is he was super speedy. But it doesn't switch, right? It, yeah, it kills the other that, person too, right? There you go. All right, never mind. Conspiracy countered. Okay, actually, quick question: When he had the confrontation with Doctor Wells, and um, or when Cisco had the confrontation with quote unquote Doctor Wells, and it was the the, the changeling dude in disguise, mm-hmm. was there anything that indicated that you could pick up or transfer? Because I'm what the reason I'm wondering is. Um, in the beginning episode where you have the, my name is Barry Allen and nine months ago I got abs and blah, blah, blah. Like you have that whole monologue and they, they had a, they actually did have um the sequence where he fights, you know, himself after they mm-hmm. figure out that it's safe for him to fight himself because they didn't pick up the powers. What I'm wondering is if Wells managed to, if, if you Thawne managed to crack that with, with a little bit of that, you know, presto change dudes uh, abilities because mm-hmm. they were cellular. Yeah. And so if he had that plus his handy dandy soul sucker thing, Anything is possible. It doesn't explain Thon's um, behavior during the fight. Yeah. But it would explain it if Eddie goes rogue and they set up season two for Eddie to be the bad guy. Because what we're looking at in the, the episode that we're going to get next Tuesday, it's going to have to put a satisfying cap around this season, which they've been kind of moving the pieces into place to do so. But it's also going to have to set up next season a little bit because they always mm-hmm. do. And so, and you know, Barry still hasn't gone back in time yeah. to fight. Yeah, reverse flash, and in, that's in that's clearly yeah. got that, to happen because obviously, well, that's got to be the reactor's going right now, as mm-hmm. we know, because like, they don't know how to turn it off. So, is it a two-hour flash finale or is it a one-hour flash finale? I think it's just a one-hour. Oh my god, seriously! So, there's a lot they could because they just keep do. cramming stuff into these shows. Yeah. I, I feel like they don't. I feel like we don't get enough time. And this is the other complaint I have is is I feel like they they've had a lot of overstuffed episodes because mm-hmm. the prison transport thing could have been a really entertaining hour by itself, even without trying to, you know, find Eddie and catch Thawne. Mm-hmm. And I, I really feel like they could have stretched out that episode to at least a 90-minute one, if not longer, and uh, then had, like, a two-hour finale where they, they pull in everything else. But um, this is just me. More Flash! More Flash! Yeah. <laughs> it is hard. I mean, it, it feels 
you know, you can kind of see them straining a little bit against like TV budgets, right? Yeah. And, I mean, I guess that's part of why, you know, the ending fight is not bad, but you know, it's just yeah. not very exciting, and it's it's rough having seen the Avengers recently, where there's like, you know, there's there's fight scenes that are frankly too long, where they're like forty five minutes of you know Ugh. robots getting smashed oh, and God, Reverse yeah. Flash gets taken down in four minutes, like, but it's like you know, we used all our CGI last week on. On Gorilla Grodd, so Ronnie's gonna have to land in the same place that he landed in when he first showed up, you know, yeah. and, <laughs> ten weeks ago. And we shouldn't regret uh, that Gorilla Grodd decision because it was a nope. good one, I think. I I always bet on Gorilla, yeah. So that's um, that's just my life philosophy. Always bet um, on the Gorilla, yeah, yeah. It's always it's, it's a good call, bet. really. Uh, you know, one other yeah. thing I was thinking about, you know, with uh, my, my my buddy Captain Cold's sister. Uh, mm-hmm. Oh, is, Golden Glider. Oh, yeah. Well, okay, just. I even know Rainbow Rider was a first, like, is it Rainbow Rider? I thought it was Golden no, Glider. No, it's, uh, it's Golden Glider and Rainbow yeah, Rider? I, I think it is. is that, I didn't, is I right? thought that was, yeah. a, I thought they were just, like, making yeah. fun of somebody's name. Raider. I think he's Rainbow Raider. Okay, either way, mm-hmm. that's still dumb. But, um... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I think the dumbest thing about him is his actual civilian name. Um... Which is Roy G. Bill. No. Oh is my the, god! The, yes, it is. yes. Like that's always, oh. and, and that is the worst to me is when someone has a name that vaguely like sounds. You cannot be serious. serious. I mean, the miss guy is Kyle Nimbus. Yes, right. But Roy Roy G. Bivolo is. I can't take that serious. Don't name your kid I'm that. I'm thinking about changing my name to it. You want him to become a rainbow-themed villain. Oh, the problem is, is Bivolo also sounds like a rhyme for a terrible profession as well. So it's like he's the guy who, you know, well, I, I tried to be in the paid escort business, but that didn't well, pan he, out. Well, he so. maintains and services yeah. rainbow. Rainbow so. gigolo. Oh, you, know, he's, oh, he's, you know, yeah. Yeah, the, oh, there's just but so much. What my, point, my point in, all the, in, this, in this gigolo nightmare is that, you know, she, the, the golden glider seems to uh-huh. be playing Cisco, and it seemed to almost be, mm, maybe that's real. I- no, I think she has a crush on him. I think so, So too. here is she's... my crazy, like, when I go on Tumblr and, and start doing <laughs> screen caps and writing fanfic, like, what I'm going to focus on exclusively is how she and Cisco are totally hot for each other and she's like, but unfortunately I'm saddled with an insane brother who's a villain and, you know... And he's... He's saddled with the good guys, right? This, exactly. I mean, he has that line. This is a week I wish I was not on Team Good, right? Yes, exactly. And I think they're kind of. I I think there's like the the taste of the forbidden fruit there for part of it, and then part of it is they genuine they genuinely are simpatico because she doesn't meet a lot of really nice guys in her lines of work, and um, you know he's not going to meet a lot of crazy beautiful women who aren't interested in killing him. Well, she never gets and a chance so... to talk because her stupid brother's doing dumb monologues all day long. <laughs> Oh my God! You leave Wentworth Miller alone because he's wonderful not. in this. Let me get, we'll get to him in a moment. But what I love about her in this episode is how she turns out to have a commercial trucking license, and then she that was, that was so, so unnecessary for the story and it was so delightful, so great that she's like she's like a woman of many interests and talents. And then she hops in and begins driving in high heels, and it was like the greatest. It was like a crazy truck movie from the eighties. Like admit you can imagine in the eighties, she would have played by Kirstie Alley in a movie, and Kenny Loggins would have done the soundtrack, and it would have been insane. I think what you just said was insane. I would watch the spin-off show where Golden Glider and Cisco have to drive a truck to Pittsburgh to meet Ronnie to deliver a bunch of frozen chickens before they thaw. That would be a great episode. I would totally so. watch that. Oh, please. And it's called Rainbow oh. Raiders. Oh, my God. <laughs> but no, it's, it's, she, I, I, I think that she and Cisco, my hope is that over the course of the series, they do have like a series of flirtations or whatnots. And then when this thing wraps up in six years and we're all like, God, is it over yet? Like the series finale has her popping in out of nowhere and she and Cisco do head off to, to run a trucking company. And like all of the trucks are somehow also intelligent self-assembling robots because Cisco. I, I don't even know what to say to that. <laughs> Just say yes, Lisa. It sounds fantastic. Well, okay. <laughs> it's, you know what? That is, that's like the third best superhero movie show premise that I've I've seen this week. So I would watch that one more than I would watch Lucifer. So I got, that's where I got it pegged. Oh, so, I can't but, wait to see the Lucifer preview. You may be disappointed. So I won't say anything No, else. my hope is that... But I'm disappointed. Well, okay, so side, side, veering into Lucifer for just a moment, I swear we're not really spoiling it. Um, the great thing about him in The Sandman was how he was like, yeah, I hell is just too much hassle. I'm going to run a piano bar 
in Los Angeles and, you know, Lisa? sing for people. Mm -hmm. How would you feel if instead he's on a police procedural? I would go for that. Does he still have the does he still have the piano bar? Yeah, but he fights crime. Does he have Mazakin as his sidekick? Yeah, but he fights crime. <laughs> well, he kind of did in the in the comics, like a little, a little bit. bit. I mean, as, I to be know. honest, as long as they keep out Elaine and the Angels, I'm okay. Can I just well, can I just we'll say see. this is where DC will burn you every time? Mm-hmm. <laughs> because they all fight crime. Well, in weird kind of ways. Yeah, Lucifer shouldn't fight crime. Though. Like he should be, yeah, he should above, be making crime. below that, depending on your, your yeah. theology. Well, like the thing <laughs> so, is, is it seems to me like they're they're kind of setting him up as Constantine because the whole point yes. of Constantine was always he wasn't necessarily good or bad; he was just self preserving. Mm-hmm. And the whole point to Lucifer, as he was written by Mike Carey, was he was yep. just furious that he was essentially stuck in a losing <clears> game. Like the whole comic book series is about him trying to figure out how to yep. break out of a universe that God had devised. Yes, the game is rigged. Yeah, the game is rigged. Anymore. So, you know, if he does crimes and procedurals where he's like, eh, the game is rigged, so I'm just going to mess it up for as many people as possible, um, I could get into that. But if it's basically, well, it's it's like Constantine, only he's the devil, then eh, mm. well, we'll see. I'm worried it's that. Uh, but I, I, don't, I don't have, I mean, I'll watch it and draw a conclusion. Yeah, but, we'll do that. So anyway, um, <laughs> to get back to The Flash, so we haven't discussed... What was possibly either the greatest or the most frustrating part of this episode, depending on if you're Phil or if you're me, and <laughs> that would be Captain Cold. Oh my god, it was so. I like the bar Everything that he hangs out in. Just... Oh, and he's like, "Give me ice," and he plays Foreigners Cold as ice in it. And he yes. demands icy cold drinks. It's, it's just that's so awful. Yeah, it, so it was great. it was deliciously it's, tasty, like, but I would never it. want to drink it. Yes. Oh my god, it's just so so. And then at the very end when Barry's like, but why? And he's like, I'm a bad man. I lie. I steal. I cheat. I kill. I don't pay my taxes. Oh, it's <laughs> yeah. great. I take 14 items into the 12 item checkout at Trader Joe's. But just every single, like Wentworth Miller and someone like must have just given him the script on like a, a, a sheet of fine Wagyu beef and said, here, go for it. And he chewed away. And it was... It was magnificent. Like, there yeah. was not a scene where I was not, like, clapping my hands in glee and jumping up and down on the couch because it was just so much fun to watch, you know? Especially, like, it didn't make any sense. Like, he was recruited to help out with his plan basically because he has a motorcycle, yes, right? Like, yes. all he did was kind of hang out with Yeah, he doesn't have any real yes. skills on <laughs> boosting people. He... Exactly yeah, I mean, I guess not... he has the cold gun and he yeah. did shoot one guy. Yeah. He... I guess he theoretically could have shot everybody if, it, if, it, if, it, <laughs> if he didn't want their help, right? I don't know. I just, I know next season there's going to be a scene where it's like him and three or four of the rogues are going to be hanging out in that bar and it's going to be great. Yes, and yes. And, I'm looking forward and to And his that. sister is going to be there like swinging off a chandelier crazy and like, can't anyone fix my phone? You know? You know, and she's like, oh, if only Cisco was here, he could fix my phone. Yeah. Oh. Heat wave is going to be shaking the jukebox. Oh, it's oh he be great. wasn't in this episode. I, d- I think that may just have been because they already arranged to have, like, five other people. You, and, and plus, you can't so have yeah. two ch- scene chewers at the same time. It just causes issues. Yeah. yeah. Or, uh, I wish they had been, like, a, a throwaway line where he's like, well, this is a precision job and we can't have heat. We're cold. You know, or, or something, like, chewy and dismissive. <laughs> like, that would have been great. Um, but Wentworth Miller was, like, my favorite part of this episode. I I admire somebody who can just jump into a role and, 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 and chew it into submission. Um, Mark mm-hmm. Hamill did it earlier this year mm-hmm. and, and that was good. And um, Wentworth Miller does it. And I honestly feel like <laughs> this is another one of the strengths of the Berlanti shows is you have mm-hmm. John Barrowman over on Arrow, who is just fabulous. And then you have Wentworth Miller over on this show, just, just captain colding it up. And uh, you can tell he yearns to be like a berry level nemesis and have his own, you know, I wish I had friends with arrows and who could turn into flames and I'm stuck with loser criminals instead. And I, 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 I can't wait to see more of him. I hope we see a whole lot more of him before he goes into that spinoff. I, I just like him because he's so ridiculous and fun and I feel yes. like he wouldn't fit in on Arrow, really. Oh, I mean, no, no. You know, man, like Diggle, the Diggle would beat him up. We had a crime like, boss straight out. Like, let's just be yeah. honest. Yeah, he would get... 
Like someone right. would just shoot him. No, Felicity yeah, would, would find a way like, to like remotely hack that gun first. And, you know, yeah. she'd figure out there was like, oh, this modulator, blah blah blah, and I'm and just going would... to change the frequencies and it would blow up in his hands. And the next it, thing you know, Diggle is like, nope. yeah, you're going to the, the island. I kind of want to see that. He'll be like, you know, you shot me. Barry never shot. That's right. Me. No, That's no, no, no. It's not going to be that. It would just be Diggle <laughs> yeah. takes his shirt off and just kind of cracks his knuckles a little bit and just punches him straight in the, in the face. And the gun falls out of his hand, and then he just gets an, a, a brutalized beating and forces his nose to break uh, just a little bit more. I just like the idea that we have all accepted that um, Central City is, is pretty much R.E.M.'s shiny, happy people, and mm-hmm. Starling City is R.E.M.'s everybody hurts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just... <laughs> even, the, even the bar where the villain hangs out does not look that bad, No, right? it's you adorable! Know? And so, yeah. again, Central City, yeah, it like, that's it where I even well, it's like that, it's like that. It was like the cleanest bar I've ever it's seen. It's like yeah. that clip you should. I bet you they banned smoking, like in California. Oh, yeah, that's 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 not the Central City way, you know? Yeah, exactly. They're like, we care about everyone's health, even our criminals. Um, yeah. No, it's like that clip that you shared with us, Tony, was it? Where um, it was from the, the Justice League uh, comp cartoon. Yeah. And. Uh, Batman's getting ready to put the herd on a bunch on, on one guy in a bar and bar- no no this is how we do it. He talks <laughs> it's the it, yeah. it's the the animated version of the trickster yeah. and he's just like no we talk it out we don't you know and he's like, he's I'll like come hey yeah, yeah. you're off your meds yeah you're in the suit again oh am I oh well you see me in the hospital I'll see you in the hospital you know and and I like that Central City is is kind of like that and I I actually mm-hmm. like that Oliver called it out in an earlier episode too where he's like look you know you and your little friends have cute code names and run around but. You know, we have the stuff, and and um, I like that Barry that 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 Barry's the level of criminals in Barry's city are basically at, at Barry's level of uh, hail fellow well met. Um, mm-hmm. But I tell you, they have I, a tell code. you I worry for I worry for old Eddie. I mean, I I finished this episode with and and as delighted as I was to see uh, Leonard and Lisa Snart. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I was. I think season two, mm-hmm. either we're gonna get. Eddie as professional villain, like maybe he becomes the the chief somehow or something, and he's a jerk to to Joe and Barry. Yeah. Or I think inevitably we get something something weird happens to him. He eats the wrong sandwich, and now he's some kind of super villain. Because um, that's you got to watch out in, I, in Central. City. I will accept. I will accept him being a super villain. Mm-hmm. I, I I mean, you know that you know he he loses you know pretty much all gumption of what he thought he could be. He's basically outed as you are a loser, yep. which I think is a is a huge thing. And you know, we talked about it, but I think that that's going to be one of those things that you're going to see in a flashback. And he's going to say, you know what? What if I did make something out of my life? Maybe this is not what I was intended to do. Mm-hmm. Now, riddle me this: he is he does turn into a bad guy in the comic world, correct? Yes. Oh. I I don't remember the it's not a character I'm familiar with, but when I look it up it it lists yeah, that he turns into a Oh, bad this guy. makes me Yeah, so I just sad. I just I just go to the Cindelaropedia yeah. and so, then I can I I find out what I need. Yeah. This this so. is it's going to make him an even worse villain than Captain Cold because the adversarial <laughs> relationship with Snart was always there, but when somebody you used to be friends with, um, you know, Oh, it's a better villain. It's a sadder it's, it's villain. It's so much oh. better. And he's and, and he it, knows Barry's identity. Yes. Um, and you <laughs> and know the, the street addresses of and, all the yeah. people he loves. Yes. You know. In fact, I'll go a step further. Here's what I want to happen. I want him to become a villain, and I'm gonna want him to put the uh, the the clip into Doc, uh, Mr. Cold and go ahead and gun him down <laughs> and be like a total like Rust Cole from True Detective. Mm-hmm. He can go all the way evil. And and get real nasty and be and be, you know, as as beaten as life has given oh, him. This is my happy <laughs> I, I'm show. Telling you that. This is the show that I watch because Arrow <laughs> bums me out sometimes, man. Maybe he'll come well, back around. Can, I don't know. It's yeah. It, you know. That's like, the I'm having, of it. like it, I, you know, you want to know why I have Arrow um, piling up on my DVR and on my iTunes right now is because I'm going to find out how that little kid died, and, and I need to be in a place where I can accept that that happens. And I, I'm not there yet. <laughs> yeah, not interested. No, yeah. like, I not was, in- no, I was I mean, actually... It's not, it's not interesting. I was actually yeah. hoping that you, he wasn't like dead it. until I saw the episode where, where Diggle, like, gives the business to Masaya, and he's like, what's your son's name? He goes, Akio. And he's like, what would Akio think of you? And I was like, ah, no, it's confirmed! And since I've just been so bummed, ah, oh, and I don't want, I don't want, I don't want the Flash to be my bum. I don't want Flash yeah. to bum me out either. Uh, if 
if Eddie's a villain, I hope it's for like literally five episodes until something happens. Nope. Has to be the whole season. Yeah. I don't know. I don't, I don't think he's less. got evil mastermind. I think you know, and maybe they could do we something. Let him fun- be redeemed. Yeah, he could be redeemed. Sure. I, I just I don't. He doesn't seem like he's got multi-episode villainy in him, and I don't know. Maybe he'll be controlled um, by Gorilla Grodd. I'd like that because it has oh, Gorilla Grodd in it. So that's that's, that's my MO. <laughs> um, you know. Mm. Uh-oh. We have, yeah, I mean, that's the other thing is, like, do we see a gorilla uh, next week? I don't think so. I, I think, I think, keep you waiting for, you know. We, we had, we, Gorilla Grodd, like, made, like, two second appearances, like, four times before we saw him for one episode. Mm-hmm. I think, I think we're not going to see him again for a while. Uh, do we see the general? I don't think so. No. I think, I think he's, I think he's gone for the season. Yeah. No, I think I think I think this is the the Barry versus Yobard Thon. Yeah. Um, the thing we we have battle, in theory, battle across time. Yeah, that we've been waiting for all season, and Iris will hopefully have some agency instead of sitting around asking questions. Um, yeah, I did appreciate it when she. Oh no, she was throwing. Yeah, she was she was throwing a um a pipe around pretty well, a wrench. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I would say one of the greatest things about Caitlin is the way she cultivates her female friendships. Um, mm-hmm. And actually, again, and bear in mind, I have three episodes of Arrow stacked up. One of the things I've really also enjoyed this season was was seeing how uh, Laurel um, made friends with Daughter of the Dragon and with Felicity. Like I like that. I like that the I like that the women folk get along on that show and on this show. And I like that was Iris's big moment this week was when she clubbed somebody into submission. Um, it would be nice if, as long as we're doing, like, season two wish list, and I sort of feel like we should do a whole what I want in season two episode the week after the finale airs, but it'd be nice if Iris continued on her, you know, I'm tired of the men folk deciding my life for me, kick. And, like, season two is basically her putting her fingers in her ears and screaming, you can't tell me what to do! Because I, I feel like that's well, overdue. She could, she could be a chump mm-hmm. like, um, like Laurel is and just immediately become a superhero out of the blue. I, I think this was not a good make any ser- sense to I me. think this is a good season for Laurel, actually. Um, and I like that. I like that her her fury and her grief actually uh, worked in this context. I feel like that. But um, again, that's that's for Arrow. We can't talk no, about that. No. Yeah. But uh, no, I loved Captain Cold this episode, and I loved um, and and I loved how he betrayed Barry. And I can't believe that Barry was so shocked by it. Do you have any uh, any thoughts on? Because we had the ridiculous scene where. Captain Cold writes something on the note, and Barry mm-hmm. says, I can't do that, and he's like, well, let me think about something else. Do you think we'll ever find out what that is, or is that just a throwaway? I don't know. Um, what what wait, could Captain Cold... Again. What could he so, want that was in the so bar. awful and outrageous that Barry said no off the bat, where Barry's like, yes, erasing you from, from all oh. of history is much more palatable to me than whatever it is you asked for. And what could he ask for yeah. that would be that ridiculous? Did he want somebody it's, killed, wow. maybe? I mean... I don't, it felt weird <sighs> because, like, I mean, why did, why include that unless that's going to come back around later? Mm-hmm. Um, right, but like, but what? I mean, the thing is, like, and, yeah, what what is he that interested in? I mean, honestly, mm-hmm. he's just been interested in like cash and things mm-hmm. and the city. And what could he do? And it was weird the way Barry said it; like, it wasn't disgust or outrage more like that's beyond my abilities right mm-hmm. or like i can't do anything about that um right so it's i don't think it would be like i mean captain cold can murder whoever he wants right and he, right. he's you know that's not really his style um he can probably also steal whatever money he wants right i mean like wh- i don't what what does captain cold want um i don't know maybe it's something ridiculous where he wants to be like mayor of central city or something like that um but that would <laughs> that be a would funny blow out of the floor. Yeah, I don't know. So I'm wondering if that'll come back around anytime soon. Man, that's a really good point. I'm just like I'm. I'm. But the character himself, I've never seen anything yeah. in him that would show me that there, there's a, a definite want. Yeah. yeah, and you know maybe the writers don't know what that is yet. No, and, and maybe that well, won't come back. And that's really smart on their parts to have that there, and then they can you know brainstorm over the summer. And figure it out. Yeah. I actually feel kind of sorry for the writers because um, at this point, while we're busy dissecting the work that they probably did six weeks ago, they already have to start thinking about how to set up next year's season finale and then how to back write mm-hmm. a season because that's how most of these yeah. guys work is they figure out where they want the season to go and they backfill from there. It's a heck of a job. Mm-hmm. And um, 
I think Arrow did a great job with it this year. I'm curious to see keep it up. But this was mm-hmm. for all that not a whole lot happened with Wells or or Thon, mm-hmm. I should say. This is a really satisfying episode on a lot of levels. Like it solves it, the prison problem in a lot of ways. Yeah. It, it sets up a bunch of rogues galleries for season two. Um it makes us anxious and concerned about characters we liked and uh sets us up for the finale next week. I'm glad that the prison thing came around. Like that mm-hmm. seemed like you know, like there was that kind of that like it doesn't it, fit with what's going on. And it was nice that Joe got to be like disgusted and then they, there's even the scene where like he goes to like talk to the DA for help. And I feel like on other shows the DA would have been like, Well, just this one time because we're friends and she's like, No, and if I find out that you're involved in this, you're gonna lose your job forever. Um I felt like it was a little bit of fan service, like letting him go because mm-hmm. everybody's just like, Come on, what's going on? Mm-hmm. It this doesn't make sense after a while. Mm-hmm. But that's okay. I mean, yeah. I, release them. That I mean, that's yeah. good. And you know, I it feels like, like even the the first part where uh, Peekaboo gets out and you know, and she grabs Joe's gun and she's gonna kill Caitlin. And it's like, you know what? Your prison has failed because she was basically just a harmless person who got like who fell in with the wrong crowd and got powers. Yeah. And you have turned her into a hardened criminal by keeping her imprisoned in solitary confinement for weeks. Right. Right. Like. That is not who she is. And, you know, and later when she has a chance, she just disappears and runs for it. But, like, that was an interesting that they chose that character to be like, I am going to try and kill you mm-hmm. until someone hits me with a wrench. Um, as opposed to the other characters that are more kind of these hardened criminal yeah. types that, you know. Well, and she was actually, I think, probably of all of them, like, maybe the scariest yeah. because we've actually gotten a little bit more story on her than on some of the others, except for The Mist. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Who I I mean that guy seems pretty hardcore, mm-hmm. like evil. Yeah. I mean, but she's actually interesting to me, and like kind of like I I I was dissecting and nerding up on on her powers a little bit. I'm like, dude, seriously, you haven't been in Star Labs, and you can't use your power the way you're using yeah. it because you have no idea where you're yeah. going. Mm-hmm. But I was I was I but that was you know it still worked for me. She's also like the only non like everyone else there is a murderer. She's right? very tragic. She was used and abused yeah. by she was used and abused by somebody who trust who she trusted and loved. And um, mm-hmm. I feel like that does more damage to you than somebody like Snart who chose to be a bad guy because he's he's mm-hmm. he's pretty well adjusted all things considered for a psychopath. Yeah. He could he could theoretically be a day trader yeah. if he wanted oh, to. Oh yeah. But... He's no, he's 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 very emotionally integrated, and he's he's at peace with who he is and and the choices he's made. And she is the exact opposite of that. And in my opinion, yeah. that makes her much more dangerous. Mm-hmm. Did you guys also notice the like the much more blatant uh, Green Arrow reference than any Green Arrow? I'm sorry, not Green oh, Arrow. Oh, Green Lantern. Oh, missing a test pilot. Oh no. Yeah. Whoa, whoa, <laughs> yeah. whoa, whoa! Come on, come on. Reel it back. Yeah, Reel it back. I loved it. Reel it back. I I, I didn't. I I guess I didn't. I, for some so reason, I didn't see this episode. They they go to the, the hangar. Is the like abandoned airstrip for Ferris Air? Mm-hmm. That's the uh, airline that uh, the like that. Uh, which version of of Green Lantern is it? Hal Jordan or one of the? It's Hal Jordan I, who was the test pilot. Yeah. yeah, Hal Jordan is a test pilot for Ferris Air in the comics, and that's like his origin story. Mm-hmm. And they're okay. like, yeah, this this landing strip is shut down because one of their test pilots disappeared. So that was like we had already seen like oh, Coast City yeah. where and like Ferris Airline like yeah. signs in the background and yeah. things like when that. Barry but this was like pizza, yeah, yeah. I mean, this was on the level of like the Waynes were such nice people until they got gunned down in an alley. Yeah. Right? I mean, <laughs> <laughs> they were nice, and then after they were gunned down, their undead specters haunted us all. <laughs> yeah. God, that's that's like the only version of Batman they haven't done, which is where Batman is actually relentlessly driven to action by the undead specters of his parents over his shoulders. <laughs> It's going to have to happen. The, the Hamlet point. version? Yeah, so, exactly. Yeah. Or zombies. I would take Tom, yeah. Thomas and Martha Wayne as zombies. Um, is Green Lantern off the table now since the uh, Ryan Reynolds debacle? I don't know. I don't That's know. not. I, the, I saw that movie in theaters. That is not a good movie. No. So they made the. Um, my husband and I actually came up with what we thought would be a great Green Lantern movie. Because um, part of the problem I have with superhero movies is there's way too many origin stories. You don't just. And one of the things that I think, for example, the Guardians of the Galaxy did right was it wasn't an origin story so much as here are six people that already have full lives and things they can do and they just happen to run into each other. Um, but the Green Lantern movie in my head that will never, ever get made is that um, you have Hal Jordan and, um, okay, not Jay Garrick, it's the the predecessor Green Lantern, uh, who I'm blanking on. The point is, is you have Hal Jordan and the older dude whose name I'm blanking on. and um, 
they go to train Kyle, uh, Kyle and John Stewart, and then they get killed because this is actually what happens. And then all that's left is is Kyle and John sort of kind of left on their own. All oh crap, we're supposed to defend the sector of the universe. What do we do? And then enter Guy Gardner, and it turns into a buddy comedy. <laughs> <laughs> And, like, basically an ensemble movie, Vince Vaughn plays Guy Gardner, um, and uh, there's none of this, you know, well, I've been given a ring by a weirdo, and now off I am to save the world. Um, none of that. It's just basically guys who are kind of in over their heads, and um, it's it's like a road trip movie with, with somebody, you know, maybe a little bit of the hangover except the power ring. But that's the movie that's never <laughs> going to get made. Yes, yes, yeah. exactly. You know, and you could have had Dwayne Johnson playing Kilowog, I'm, I'm, and it would I'd be great. I would accept that. Yeah. See? Yeah, someone needs to put me in charge of a studio where I just move people around like like so many Barbie dolls. <laughs> Million dollar Barbie dolls. Um, I don't know if they'll do it for TV because it's expensive CGI-wise. And they might try to relaunch it as a movie, but I, I really think that you can't do it with the Hal Jordan angle if you're going to launch it as a movie. Like, Or if you do, it's like Hal Jordan is a cameo where he's like, oh, I got kidnapped off Ferris Era. Good luck, Kyle. Or, oh, here I am. I've been guarding the galaxy. Enjoy, John. And off they go. And um, I'm also going to say it wouldn't hurt DC to consider launching a show around a superhero who is not, you know, like a straight white man. And Green Lantern actually lets you do that. Well, how about do it like, uh, might I say, uh, Daredevil style Mm -hmm. and do 13 episodes on Netflix, build your audience and build your story Mm -hmm. and then go big. Maybe. And then go silver screen. Right, poor mm-hmm. Barry. We we basically talked about everybody but him tonight. Poor guy. Mm-hmm. To bring it back. Um, although hmm. although I read a tweet, someone was like, "Barry Allen, you so dumb." And I thought, okay, that pretty much <laughs> describes in this episode. Like his heart's in the right place, but if there's a bad decision to make in this episode, he makes it. <laughs> yeah. And it's hard. Their whole plan is kind of dumb and rushed, but yeah. it's like they're working. It. You know, mm-hmm. it Barry is stuck because he wants to do the right thing because like. The 10-minute version of this episode is just like, eh, they're bad. Let them die. I'm going to fight Reverse Flash now. Mm-hmm. Um, but he, he wants to do the right thing, and everything kind of falls apart mm-hmm. because he's he's a Boy Scout. Yeah. And, and and that's kind of why he fails, is because he's the Boy Scout, He and he tries to be these things that he's not. Well, and he's not a planner. Let's no, let's no, just he be really honest. isn't. He's he's not. He's yeah. He's he's not on that level. He is an action man, not. Mm-hmm. A mm-hmm. you know uh, he's the guy that goes through the door. Yeah, yeah, true. And and again, we don't have Doctor Wells here to help them out with their plan, right? No. So it's it's Team Flash kind of flailing around, and you know Joe is there as kind of the the Jiminy Cricket moral compass, where like he's going to say like this is what you can't do and what I can't help you with. But they also but pointed out this week that um that that insofar as compasses goes, there's a whole lot of stuff that that he's missing right now. Yeah. When she's like, she's like, you are holding people without their permission and, mm-hmm. <laughs> and all that stuff. So, and you can, See, this kind of could be where Gideon, Gideon mm-hmm. comes yeah. in as, as that, as that, the helpful, um, not leader, but that guidance. Mm-hmm. I don't know. That's, I, I don't even like the way that sounds. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Also, Star Labs needs, like, a front door. <laughs> the scene where Captain Cold just walks in, it's like, oh, man, everyone's just walking they in. They do least... just walk in, don't they? At this point, it's just a running joke, right? Oh, I mean, it's my like... God, no, I was actually clapping with, with delight when that happened, though, because I'm like... Or at least, like, why don't put ha- a curtain over the Flash costume in the alcove, right? Well, why like, does Cisco have, like, a webcam set up that can bing, bing, bing from his computer or, or anything like that, you know? Because he was yeah. taking them all apart. Uh, yeah. yeah, I guess so. It just, it makes no sense to me, you know? It's... Yeah. And it is, like, clearly Star Labs is not so great. Like, we now see these exterior shots, and it's like, there's just wreckage around yeah. it. And, like, they, like, in fact, they have that chain link fence, and, like, Wells just, like, takes the thing off the chain link fence and, like, steps <laughs> in. It's like, yeah, that's why everyone's, like, because you have a poorly maintained chain link fence as your only line of defense. Um so. Password one two yeah. three four. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Oh no, that's both funny and uh, awful. Yeah. And there was the interesting kind of to for the uh, I it, I was interested that we had two different technologies mm-hmm. that were used to kind of disable um, bad guys, right? Right. Because there's the like dampers in the truck, and then the nanites in the uh, in the arrow, and. 
my question as soon as i saw that i was like how long until those get used against buried by somebody right yep. like you know that's the problem cisco you go inventing technology that takes people's powers away like he does you know, constantly geez. that is the thing that amazes me is it's like cisco- hey caitlin i built this gun that shoots fra- ra- rays of frost and now i built this fire gun and maybe this gun that turns things gold you know yeah. what could go wrong oh my god so many things could go wrong you Num numbskull, so many things. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> uh, difference my between intelligence gun. and wisdom, right? Yeah, there, so. science. We're all about could we, not should we. <laughs> <laughs> oh. There should just be like a sign up, like Cisco, don't make guns, anything but guns. <laughs> <laughs> like needlepoint. If they had some yeah. some sweet, yeah, it, you know. Well, they're they're. DC and not Marvel. It was Marvel. You could have Aunt May make the Cisco don't make guns needle point, but you're going to have to find the yeah. equivalent in the DC universe. I think she's with the mm-hmm. Justice Society right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. All right. So I think we're a little wrung out from this episode. I think we're a little wrung out from thinking about the DCU as a whole. And I think we're, 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 we're getting ready to, uh, to to lay in the stop lay in the snacks and turn off the messaging uh, applications in time for finale next Tuesday. Um, lightning round. Uh, what are your predictions for what's going to happen in the final finale? Final. final. Um, back in time. Okay, so fill your predictions. They go back in time. Yep. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think we're gonna have to. We have to see that that loop closed on the on the time travel. Mm-hmm. I'm hoping we get like an extended like back and forth. You know, Barry and uh, Thawne mm-hmm. in some kind of cell where they're, you know, because, you know, we got to find out what his evil plan was, mm-hmm. right? And he's got to mess with Barry's head. Yeah. And like, what, why is Thawne so upset? Like, what is it that he's been, that's been taken from him? Yeah. And he has that line, taken from me. Yes. Right. You know, that was the the little crumb we got a little bit news in the, uh, you know. Before it got yeah. nano bit. Yep. But I'm excited. One to go. All right. One to go. Okay. So our our predictions are time travel. All right. Well, thank you for putting up with our, our rambling hour wherein we discovered we we discussed this episode, Arrow, um, the Green Lantern movie we thought we should get and have it yet. <laughs> plus a boatload of and, and plus plus the trucking series we all think we deserve. Um BJ and the Bear. <laughs> only with Grodd. Right. Yes. Yes. Gordon and Grab, we could call it. And that's uh, what Jim Gordon does after he retires from Gotham. Uh, <laughs> okay. Um, with you, with all of my wild and speculative um, endings for Cisco, I am Lisa Schmeiser. I'm Tony Sindelar. My name's Phil, and we both love rainbows. <laughs> Thanks, Scott, for listening, guys. Bye. <laughs> Bye.